Talk of the Town with topics that matter. Here's Lisa Kay. It is time for Talk of the Town back in the KTOE studios. My name's Lisa Kay. On the phone with me, we've got Bob Meyer, Blue Earth County Administrator. Bob, how are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Well, I'm glad that uh, we had the chance to connect today. I know we missed last month uh, because of scheduling between the both of us, and uh, so we're ready to get back on track with talking about what's going on in Blue Earth County. Uh, I think that uh, one of the things that we're going to cover today is um, something that's come up with a couple of other guests of mine on Talk of the Town, legislative priorities, but we're going to start with the Affordable Housing Act plan, which I suppose everything has to do with legislation and and, uh, new laws and rules that come into effect. Um, What do you have to say about Affordable Housing Act plan? Well, that's a plan that uh, we've worked collaboratively with the city of Mankato um, on developing around affordable housing uh, issues in Blue Earth County and the city of Mankato and really all of our small communities within the county. And so I just thought it might be good for your listeners to kind of know that this plan is being developed. It's still in development, so there's still an opportunity for some input if people are interested and have thoughts that can help us. But really the plan is... Um, looking at a diverse continuum of housing needs in the community, um, all the way from starting with shelter beds um, to supportive and transitional housing, workforce housing, uh, rehabilitation and preservation of existing affordable housing, and also looking at you know older residents that might be uh, desiring to age in place. So it's a very comprehensive plan that really is intended to try and address what we know is a, a major issue for a lot of communities, including Blue Earth County and the city of Mankato and, and our surrounding communities. And so, you know, we wanted to um, not only develop a plan, but we wanted um, a plan that had action steps in it. So this takes off on a a study that was done in 2020 that identified some of the needs and it, the, this particular document will compare you know how the community has done since that original uh, study was done but it also like I say is a little more comprehensive. And that's between the county and the city you said? Yeah, um, we work with the city collaboratively on housing issues. Uh, the city has a lot of expertise in uh, affordable and supportive housing. So uh, the county really does um, uh, contract basically with the city to operate some of our public housing and uh, some of the supports that are there. And so they have, um, you know, uh, the expertise within their organization more so than the county does. But we work very closely with them and looking at Uh, public housing and other sorts of affordable housing issues outside of the city of Mankato. But we work with a similar population, certainly. Our Human Service Department works with um, a clientele that also draw upon some of those housing vouchers or other housing supports that the city of Mankato um, administers. And so there's just a lot of crossover, and rather than us both having housing systems in place, we thought it was better to consolidate some of that staffing resource. Sure, and to serve the needs of all the citizens here. Are there um, talks that happen in the planning, I assume, with 
some of the organizations in town, maybe not city or county organizations, but I know we have shelters in town. I know that we have uh, different groups that serve um, underserved populations as far as housing needs are concerned. Well, that's what's really kind of exciting to me. I've um, dabbled in this housing world for a number of years uh, while I've been with the county. And to see uh, those partnerships develop has really been uh, encouraging to me. I mean, we had pockets of services all over. Uh, They were connected at some level, but I think we're seeing more of that today and so this plan does really bring all those groups together to get consensus on next steps with um, kind of a shared vision of implementation of uh, different strategies and so you know we really need those partners to help us um, know and implement um, different parts of this plan so the plan does include a number of priorities that again we look to our partners to help with but um, i can just identify some of those partners Mm -hmm. uh, or those um, priorities for you you know we want to preserve the existing affordable housing stock that's out there as that ages we want to make sure that there's investments made because it's a lot cheaper to fix up existing than to build new Mm -hmm. so we want to put some efforts there Um, but at the same time we want to make sure that we're looking at the development of new affordable housing we actually have some money in the county from the affordable are the American Rescue Plan Act that allows um, a portion of those dollars to be put towards uh, housing needs. And so we are working with uh, community partners about how can we make um, a good investment and use that money to uh, potentially draw in other money to uh, expand our affordable housing here in this area. And then another priority of the plan is to prevent and end homelessness. And again, we rely on community partners for that, but again, identifying those areas to make smart investments is part of this. And then, you know, we really need to communicate and educate the community um, so that people know when they have a need relative to housing of how to find help in that regard. We actually, um, in this area, have quite a few resources, not to say we don't need more, obviously, but we do have a lot of resources, but sometimes uh, folks in a crisis just aren't aware of where to turn for help, and so some of that communication and uh, education is critical to make sure that uh, folks know about these resources. Sure. Bob, at the beginning of the interview, you talked about how this was just a plan uh, kind of in draft form right now, and there's the opportunity and ability uh, for us to learn a little bit more, maybe contribute to it. When do you expect that it's going to be complete? Our target right now is the middle of February, so in just a few weeks, but there's still opportunity for people to um, take a look at the plan. It's out on um, the city of Mankato's website, and they have a Every Voice Counts, I believe it's called, but a place where people can provide uh, feedback. Uh, and, you know, so if folks uh, are interested, have thoughts that uh, they think would be helpful in this planning process, we'd love to hear about it. But 
we are looking for that feedback really soon as we try and finalize um, this plan. Blue Earth County Administrator Bob Meyer on the phone with us today for Talk of the Town. And we uh, talked, I talked to uh, the superintendent about the um, legislative priorities that they have for the school district. How does that work on a county level for, for the county folks? So what are your priorities and who determines all of those? Well, uh, we certainly uh, produce a list every year because uh, we obviously are a arm of the state of Minnesota and so what the legislature decides oftentimes impacts counties and we want to help the legislature be informed uh, from the local level on uh, issues that are important uh, to providing whatever services uh, the legislature um, in directs the counties to do and so we develop a list of legislative priorities that we bring to uh, the county board and get their feedback and a modification on and so that's now been developed again this year and we really look at kind of four areas of the county's business in this particular list of priorities um, and those are um, areas of county government uh, transportation and infrastructure human services and public safety and those are oftentimes the the major priorities that the county board focuses a lot of their uh, time and attention on. And so within like the general government area, that encompasses a pretty broad area, but one of the elements that the legislature will be considering this year is local government aid. And mm. within that is a program called county program aid. Um, it's really a direct property tax uh, relief funding program where um, the state provides resources to counties that um, really are a block grant type of funding that we can use for any service at the local level. And we really have tried to uh, inform the legislature that that funding source was cut way back in 2002 in a budget crisis and never really has recovered. And since it is a really, in our minds, a direct property tax relief, we're advocating that some additional uh, state resources be put into that program given the size of the budget surplus at uh, the state level that we think um, that would be a good use of those funds. It would have direct benefit really to our local property owners. And so we're gonna, um, ask for that kind of assistance okay well that seems to make sense everything keeps going up and up and i, I along with the, uh, my conversation with the school district kind of the same thing happened it's not keeping up uh the funding's not keeping up with the rate of inflation on some things well that's true and that, that really kind of leads into the transportation talk um that's another area that's been a priority for the county for a number of years and really kind of in that comprehensive planning and funding um, discussion but inflationary costs certainly are being felt um, in our transportation area and what's also kind of unique uh, right now is um, the way the funding for transportation at the local level works is really working in kind of the opposite direction of the state budget surplus <laughs> because a lot of our um, funding for uh, local transportation needs comes through gas tax 
resources, we're actually seeing those numbers go down. And so while inflation is up and the state has a surplus, the amount of money coming to support county roads is actually projected to go down. Hmm. So it's a an odd kind of situation <laughs> that has materialized as uh, just less um, gasoline being consumed these days. My goodness. So transportation funding is another one of the priorities. Uh, what is another priority for you? Well, human services is oftentimes on the list, and we've got a number of issues there that we're trying to bring to the attention of the legislature. The first one really being behavioral health resources to, to meet our community need. Folks have probably heard about mental health bed shortages. Uh, we certainly feel that here. We also are working with some state data systems in our um, financial and medical assistance areas where they're 35 years old and we have employees joining our organization that have never seen a green screen on a computer, <laughs> but that's what we're working with. And um, so we want some modernization and that seems like a good one-time use of some of uh, the dollars that are available at the state level. Absolutely. It's like dot matrix printers. Are you guys still using those? Pardon me? I said, are you still using the dot matrix printers? <laughs> <laughs> I think we've gotten rid of the last one, but <laughs> I do remember them being here. Yes. Um, how about public safety? What are the priorities there? Well, that's uh, obviously a, a hot topic at the legislature this year. And where our focus really is, is um, in the uh, probation or community corrections area where um, you know, we operate a probation department here under what's called a Community Corrections Act format. Um, it was supposed to be kind of a 50-50 cost sharing uh, with the state providing funding and the counties providing funding, but that 50-50 cost share just hasn't been in place for a number of years. So we're asking the legislature to put some additional money into that funding stream to get us closer to that 50-50 cost share so that we can continue to work with um, people that have been released from prison, make sure their integration back into the community is, a number one, a safe one, but also gets them back into society in a productive way. Well, I think all of this kind of ties together when we talk about uh, planning and we talk about uh, getting people around in the county. You've got a long-range transportation plan that's kind of underway right now. Um, what is that all entailing? Yeah, well, that's uh, something that we're just sort of on the front end of. Uh, we will be working with a consultant to really develop a long-range uh, transportation plan. We, we do five-year capital investment plans, but this will look out a little bit further and, and provide some overall guidance on our countywide system of uh, roads. Um, and we want to make sure that it's uh, a plan that supports um, the direction from the county board and the community around where we uh, place our priorities in terms of transportation issues. So we just want to get it on people's radar at this point that there will be engagement opportunities that will be coming. So look for some open houses, stakeholder listening ses sessions, and online uh, public input. And so while we don't have anything scheduled just yet, um, 
we do want folks to be kind of watching for that uh, because we'll be working on it throughout the rest of this year. And Bob, where can we be watching best for that? Is that just the website again? or? Yeah, um, that's probably the best place at this time. There's not a ton of information out there just yet, but if folks want to check our website, it's right there on the home page. You can get a little more background information and we'll be adding to that as this process uh, takes off. And that plan should be done about when or when are you expecting that? We, we hope to have it done by the end of this year. Okay, all right. Uh, we usually kind of end our chats with a little little fun fact from the county and I know that there was, well and some people haven't taken them down yet, but uh, there was a lot of holiday light recycling going on. How did that go? It went really well this year, and so we wanted to kind of just uh, let folks know we appreciate everybody's efforts. So we did do holiday lights recycling. Uh, we were able to collect 1,685 pounds of holiday lights. Wow. So thanks to everyone. <laughs> um, that's up considerably from 2021, where we collected 1,163 pounds. So want to thank everybody and also thank our cities that uh, provided uh, drop sites for those uh, holiday lights. And as folks are kind of thinking about the holidays next year, maybe keep that in mind that uh, we'd like to see that number grow even more. I know that there are a few people, well, I'm, I'm included there, but my lights are new this year. I don't think they'll need to be recycled. But if you have lights that haven't come down yet that do, is there still an opportunity to drop those off or what is the best use of those? Um, at this time, I guess I would ask folks to just hang on to them if you could. Right. Uh, we'd, the, the program is over now, but we'd rather not see them in our landfill because they really do kind of mess with things out there. So if you could uh, find a different way to recycle them at this point, that would be best or hold them until... Uh, this time next year when we do it again. All right. Well, I know with the last couple of weeks that we've had an extreme amount of snowfall um, and the any effort that the county plays in the snowfall cleanup, thank you so much. I always say that to everybody because I know that the uh, the drivers are out there working hard everywhere. But uh, and Yeah, they've really had a tough go of it. Certainly in December, uh, during the month of December, our guys had two days off out That's of the whole it. month. And so... <laughs> Um, they did an excellent job. I think we heard from a number of people that uh, they did a, a great job, and certainly all uh, entities that have snowplow drivers have uh, been saying the same things, that they've done a really good job in some very tough conditions this year. I hope it gets easier from here. I mean, like looking on the top of the hill, maybe we can see the spring. That'd be great. <laughs> Bob Meyer, the Blue Earth County Administrator. Bob, uh, once again, what's the website to go to for the best uh, information that's happening in Blue Earth County? Sure, just www.blueearthcountymn.gov. Perfect. We will talk to you next time. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And until uh, the next time we speak, Bob, have a good one. Thank you. You too.